well, thank you for having me, ladies. It's always fun. Um, so today I'm going to be speaking about finding your voice. And um, it's always, well, what does that mean, right? Um, in today's world, finding our voice, we see, we see messages about finding our voice actually in a lot of places, ads, billboards, emails, find your voice, find your voice. And how I see, how I see that as, um, it really applies to how to use your voice, how to connect in with who you are as a person, and how to use it, your voice a bit better. I'm just gonna adjust my... Thanks. Um, yeah, so today I'm gonna talk to you as a vocal coach, um, in regards to a holistic approach for working with your voice. Um, I'm going to be sharing as a voice coach, a singer-songwriter, and a voiceover artist. And today I'm going to be uh, giving you some invaluable tools that you can take home with you and you can start applying uh, to your voice today. So if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Asheda Aruda. Um, uh, as a voice coach, I have a new website name. It's under uh, vocalveda.com. Um, and that kind of embodies this holistic approach to, to working with the voice. All right, so using your voice, finding your voice, I, I attribute that or I consider that as claiming your voice. And in today's movement of the Me Too movement, you see it often, right? And also, it's really about being true to you. And I've noticed that, who ha here has read uh, Obama, uh, Michelle Obama's book, I Am Becoming? Because that's one of the campaigns I see. That's awesome. I haven't read it yet, but I've been really engaged with her social media campaign. So, awesome, good. So nice to see so many women, you know, stepping forward with who they are and what they can offer, so. Great. So your voice is your advocate. It's your manifesting mojo is what I call it sometimes, <laughs> a technical term. And it's your vehicle for creative expression. So that could be through the arts, it could be through music, it really could be while you're cooking. Um, and sometimes it's even your savior. And I've encountered that in my own life and those people that I've worked with. Some of my students and clients have literally needed to use their voice uh, to save themselves. Um, and for example, it could be anyone, but in particular, having a senior concerned about their atrophying vocal cords um, and needing to project louder when they were in, in uh, need of help. Or an upcoming artist wanting to sing seamlessly through their range when they're, when they're singing their chosen song for a performance. Uh, or, or, yet, or even this, the teacher that's trying to get the student's attention in class, and I don't know how many you know, teachers have told me I've lost my voice, you know, just simply because they're trying to get attention from their students. Um, now, one of the ways, there's some interesting ways actually you can engage with your voice that gets people's attention, especially in a noisy room. And um, yeah, that, that I could share with you towards the end. Um, it's always interesting, you know, what sounds we can make that really get people's attention quickly. And sometimes it's the opposite of the environment that you're in. We might all of a sudden want to go really quiet. And then people just, they just chime in and really connect in because there's a difference. Is it a secret they're going to tell? And so I find that's always can be helpful. Let me just, can you guys hear me okay? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay, good. So for most of us, it's very fortunate that we, we're fortunate to have our voices, but for those that don't, it's definitely, a, it's definitely another struggle. And um, in communication nowadays, there's so, many, there's so many different ways to communicate. But with our voice, if we have it, how can we perhaps not take it for granted? Um, and sometimes that can happen in our day-to-day -day lives. And there's been times where I'm sure all of us at some time or another have felt suppressed in some way, creatively, uh, creatively or just in some form through our voice. In these instances, we can address the voice not only physically, but from the holistic uh, vantage point that I'm speaking of. And we all know the voice does not work independently. Um, there's many physical parts, the anatomy of voice and voice science, that definitely you want to be looking at um, when you're seeing a vocal coach. Uh, but also there's, there's other deeper aspects to the voice that that's very useful and important for us to tune into. And those parts are deep within the psyche of the person. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's just a matter of really connecting it with certain emotions that we haven't allowed ourselves to feel before. And through voice work and making certain sounds, there are ways to not only soothe and heal the body from those emotional imprints is what I call them, but to really move forward from a place where you could feel safe again. And my work as a voice coach, and actually as, as a singer-songwriter and performing, oops, that's okay. <laughs> and, and performing, you know, you really have to feel safe in order to put yourself out there. <laughs> it definitely does take a lot, so. Along with practical and scientific vocal-based practices, which we can experience today, we can also experience releasing those emotional imprints that I mentioned to you. And however you choose to work with your voice, you'll receive those helpful tools today. I do have a handout for each of you guys there. Those are some tips you can apply today, but I'll also walk you through an experience as well. I wanna share with you a few findings in regards to our voice. There's new research that suggests that daily singing actually reduces stress and clears our sinuses. And I know this firsthand because of some of the vocal tools that I give. Um, so, for instance, if you ever have really clog up sinuses, you could just do the simple lip bubble. And if you can't do that, there are other alternatives. I'm showing you a small snippet of a small range, but doing a wider range and certain vocal uh, melodies that I use for the voice helps someone go through their range smoothly and can really start getting other movement going in aside from your voice. <laughs> okay. So another study that we found um, from Bjorn Vikhoff, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, said that singing is also great for the lungs and cardiovascular health. And I already knew this from my training with vocal yoga and, and just from previous uh, vocal training. And that makes sense to me because when we're singing or when we're using our voice, we have to use a lot of upper muscle. And particularly in singing, when we're engaging our voice in, in, um, 
in singing especially, we're using, we're exercising the elasticity in our lungs. And as we age, everything tends to go a little bit stiffer unless we continue to engage those muscles and those tendons and whatnot. So during this study, they found that singing actually gives the same effect as yoga, which I thought was really, this was a new piece of information that I learned just recently. So that's great. You could do your yoga, you could do your singing, you could sing and that could be your yoga. <laughs> so vocal yoga is a great example of a hybrid work that I've introduced into Canada through my through one of my dear mentors and teachers who developed it, uh, Heather Lyle. And I do have an upcoming workshop that I'll mention to you uh, later at the end of the talk. So research has also proven that singing lowers our cortisol levels. Those are our stress hormones, and thereby reducing stress and improving our immune system. I know this firsthand. I suffered a great deal growing up, having a lot of throat um, issues. So it could be tonsillitis, bronchitis, strep throat, you name it, mono. It just always was vocal related. And so it wasn't until I started really using my voice and engaging my voice uh, more regularly that I started to notice that I wasn't getting these illnesses as often. I did do some other changes as well to my diet, which definitely helped. But when we're, act when we're, when we're using our voice, then we're not losing it, right? That old saying, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. To some degree, that is true. So using it properly definitely goes a long way. The last research bit that I really am intrigued about is singing, singing in groups. So scientists from a university in Gothenburg, that's in Sweden, which didn't know, it sounds like Gothen City, <laughs> Gothenburg, found that people that sing it together come so connected that they start exhibiting synchronized heartbeats. And some of you guys might be familiar with Heart Coherence or the Heart Math Institute. I am familiar with them and have read some of their work. And I found that very interesting that this study ties that in to singing. So there is actually a, a choir that I do periodically. It's called Ohm Choir and we come together in a group and we sing. Uh, it's beautiful, sometimes we do harmonies. It's very intuitively uh, based and that's exactly what I thought of when I saw that study. So maybe that gets you thinking about what you can do regarding your own voice. And you can see there's many reasons why we wanna make our voice matter. Even if, yeah, yeah, even if you think you're a terrible singer, even if you think you're tone deaf. I've worked with other people, um, I've worked with students that told me they were tone deaf. Sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they're right, and they are. But it is actually possible to train people to hear what they hear and then produce what they hear. It's just this connection between the brain and the physical. Vocal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard that too, but I have yet to hear it, so we could work together and find that out. <laughs> we could surprise them. <laughs> uh, 
So you might not lose your voice, that's saying what you don't lose, or what you don't use, you lose. You might not lose your voice, but the sound does change over time, as I mentioned. The vocal folds, um, they do thin out over time, so that's why it's so important to do some form of exercise, just like you would your body, you know, stretching, yoga. And our, yeah, so our voice needs exercise, our lungs, our heart need exercise, and heck, the world needs us and our voice, so why not, right? Do you know that you have a voice type? We each do. And so, through an easy assessment, I can find out what your voice type is and what your voice tendency is. And there's usually about four different types, although there can be some exceptions, where I find out how you show up with your voice. That tells me your strengths, it tells me some of your weaknesses that we can work on. And it's always fun to see because I like to always use the voice as a symbol of life in general. Our voice, needs, our voice needs a perfect balance between resistance and connection. And we'll notice this everywhere in life itself. In order, us, in order for us to produce a sound, we need those two elements. And in life, don't you find that we need that as well? If we didn't have, if we didn't have any resistance to something, we would just stay where we were. You know, if we were overly relaxed, we wouldn't be able to produce a sound and we wouldn't be able to really care about excelling or thriving. And we would stay the same as a, as a country, as a nation, as a world. So I, I really find that fascinating, that dichotomy that we see in the world, we have it in our voice and so many other systems in our life. <coughs> Did you know that we have our own optimal pitch level? That might have been a pop there, pitch level. <laughs> and when it's accessed, it can really be, it can be helpful for people to be more attentive. They can be more receptive to your message or your song and so forth. In North America, we generally tend to speak quite lower. We stay lower with a very lower setting larynx and sometimes we don't really have too many inflections and expressions. And I found that most often this was an attempt to be more authoritative and to be taken more seriously, especially in a competitive society, which it can tend to be. But at what cost? Keeping our voice off our optimal pitch level for too long and without enough variance, enough movement up and down, it can really find, we can really find ourselves with vocal fatigue, strain, and even the frustration of communi uh, communicating altogether. On the flip side, we know that our optimal pitch level and, and when we do new, and then when we do use our voices dynamically, we can be more influential, we can inspire, we can entice, and we can initiate change. Like I said, our voices are manifesting mojo. And I see this with children all the time. Anyone who has kids here knows 
they are masters of influence, right? I'm not even a parent yet, but I you know, work with enough children as well that I know. <laughs> For example, the wine, but mom, but he said I could. You know, and I'll just keep at it. <laughs> and as a, voice, uh, as a voiceover artist, and playing different roles and voices, returning to optimal pitch is essential. We have to be able to stay on our, we have to know where our vocal center is in order to know how far we can safely go without damaging our voice. Even the teacher, like I, like I had mentioned earlier, getting a student's attention while instructing, doing it in a safe way for their voice, whether they want to go loud, hey, whoo, they could do a funny sound like that, which is safer, or they can go into a whisper and bring the, bring the children in let them chime in. Okay, so you guys all have a handout on the table. Um, I've outlined some considerations that can help you with your next presentation or interaction. You know, some of these sound pretty obvious, right? Use silence, pause, breathe. But I really do recommend practicing it do it, in a front of, do it in front of the mirror and practice it with a few different people because when we're in the moment and we have our sympathetic nervous system that really revs up when we get nervous, it's quite different. It's a different experience to all of a sudden just breathe, <laughs> right? So I'll leave that with you and start talking about some other things here that are regarding our voice. How am I doing for time? Uh, couple minutes. Couple minutes? Okay, great. All right, so I want us to go into an experience right now. So if you're finished lunch and eating, that would work out great. <laughs> so with your back straight, you can sit for this. This is perfect sitting actually right now. You can even close your eyes or leave them open, whatever's comfortable. I want you to take a few deep breaths in and out. In and out. You'll notice my voice begin to cue you. When you take a deep breath in, I want you to hold for three seconds and then release it with a sigh. <sighs> and one more time. <sighs> right there, you might even start feeling in your body, physiologically, the change that can happen when we sigh. We're not only warming up the voice, but we're releasing stress in that very, in that very moment. I want you to experience some vocal slides, easy little vocal exercises that you can do today to warm up your voice and center yourself. So when you take a deep breath in, I want you to release on the sound <laughs> Definitely feel that one in our body. Now I want you to take that sound and rise up with the sound and down. And I'll demonstrate that for you. 
Try that with me. It's gonna sound funny, but it's very relaxing. <laughs> now, when we, you guys did great. You guys did great. There's no right or wrong. Now, when we keep doing that, you'll notice your body will feel strong vibration throughout. So it not like I mentioned, it not only warms up your voice, especially when you start taking that vocal slide and expanding it more and more each time, but physiologically your body relaxes more. We can go into our breath more and we can literally feel more centered in our body and our feet. Some other sounds that I'd like to share with you that you can try as well are, like I'd mentioned earlier, the lip bubble. Now, not everyone can do that one, but that's okay. If you can't, there's other alternatives. And so, alternatively, another one that you could use is the lip or the tongue trill. Again, not everyone does knows how to do this one. That's okay. There's enough to choose from. It's <laughs> and each time, just stretch it higher. not only a physical vocal exercise but like I mentioned physiologically and energetically it relaxes the body mind system and it helps with releasing psychic debris as well like anything in life our biggest feat is not only to manage stress but to also extract it from building up in our daily lives this is essential for voice work you might already have some tools for this which is great and from a vocal wellness perspective, I'd love for you to join me in one of my upcoming vocal yoga workshops. This is where I introduce and guide you through body voice practices. You can easily implement them into your daily life. And not just giving you the confidence you need to not only find your voice, but to claim it and be heard in what's often a noisy world. So if you're interested, come up to me after, or actually, better yet, I can, I can just hand this out and you guys, if you feel called to sign up, you can go ahead and do that and leave that with you. And I wanna thank you so much. I wanna thank all of you at Ladies Meeting and Anissa. And my invitation for you is to make your voice matter. Thank you. And that, so hopefully by the time our next ladies meeting um, comes next month, hopefully I'll have my single released. It does need a music video, so we're kind of working on that right now. So it'll either be the end of February or March, probably more March, but you guys will all catch it. And I'm, yeah, very excited about it. we can do one or two questions if anyone has Yes, take, just one or two, because I'm sure people want to get Thank you, yes, takeaways, questions, yes. Did you do class, is it? 
physical at all or is it strictly uh, sitting and chanting and vocal right yeah so there is some physical aspects it's pretty mild and some of them are modified as well uh, we don't have any crazy inversions <laughs> or anything like that uh, there's toning breath work that we do and some posturing yes Oh, I do want to mention that it's 20% off workshop for people that sign up here this week, and also 20% off private voice session with me if you're members of the ladies' meeting. Yeah. How hard is it to learn? Um, that could be different for everybody. You're already musical, so if you're speaking about yourself, it probably wouldn't be too difficult. Um, it's it's basically practicing. Let me just take that off. Because it doesn't want to be. <laughs> um, yeah, it would just be about practicing our bass line and then practicing thirds and then sixths. Yeah, which I know you can do. Practice, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Party. That's right. And we're used to doing lead lines, right? Yeah. So that's why harmony can be, um, you know, a learning curve as well. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> it's a good practice. Question. Sure. Um, Hi. If we want to see you perform, where do you, does that usually happen? Oh, thank you for that question. Um, I some so Mimi. Mimi, yes, Mimi asked uh, when I'm performing next and where. And actually, I sometimes I just started performing here at the Sylvia. So I believe that I'm performing here in February. I was trying to find that out actually before coming here. <laughs> so I can find that out. I think it's uh, mid to end of February. And for those of you guys, if you could uh, sign up for ladies meeting on Facebook because uh, Anise always puts, you know, what's going on and, um, but I can definitely let you know. Yeah, if you um, like the page when we post stuff, you'll get to that. Yeah. But we also have the ladies meeting forward slash live dash events. Awesome. Yeah. So sometimes there, sometimes Roundhouse Community Center and, and other, other areas as well. Yeah like Trees Organic Cafe, I've performed there. And so I'll be putting some more events uh, on my website. My website as an artist is simple, it's just asheda.com, and then my coaching page uh, is uh, vocalveda.com. Yes. Thanks. 